Manila, are you ready for some big, meaty packages? Mmm, I always love a big, meaty package. Plus, I cannot wait to see these sexy rugby men be transformed into queens for the Family Resemblance Challenge. Plus, who is ahead in our last Queen Standing League? So stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Now, last week, etc., etc., went home putting both Latrice and I with three girls in our last Queen Standing Fantasy draft. So I cannot wait to see who is on top a little later on. And we get to see if any of our kangaroo pouch car scenarios showed up in this week's episode. But before we get into the episode, let's phone our friend Courtney for a little Courtneyaks Australian Facts. Welcome to Courtneyaks Australian Facts. In 1954, a man by the name of Bob Hawke was immortalized by the Guinness Book of Records for drinking two and a half pints of beer in 11 seconds. Bob Hawke later became the Prime Minister of Australia. Wow. Oh. Wow. Ele- 11 seconds. Wow. Do, do you think you could drink two pints of beer no, in 11 seconds? Bitch, I can't even drink, I swallow a beer in 11 seconds. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. I'm sure you swallowed two pints of something else without any problem. Ew. <laughs> Ew. What, what, like orange juice? Or <laughs> lemonade? <laughs> Maybe you'll become the Prime Minister of Australia then. Yeah, things that taste good, though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I swallow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I have to say that I enjoy the taste of beer. I used to never like beer. Well, I used to like beer when I was, like, in college because it was the only thing you could drink. Yeah, it was cheap and, and easy. And then, you know, at the keggers oh. and, and frat parties. Right. Yes. But I love I love me a, a good old beer. Mm, well, you know, I could drink a lager or something like that, like an Amber Bock or, you know, something like that, a dark lager beer. That's kind of okay. sweet. I can right. do that. Like mm-hmm. a cider maybe? With some wings. Yeah, then I feel okay. like I can do that. Um, now, now we just need to get you to drink it all in 11 seconds. But it has to be <laughs> super cold. It has to be super cold, like ice cold. Oh, so you must be loving drinking beer out there in the UK right now, where they serve it to you lukewarm, all frothy, room temperature. Mm. Tasty. I'm not not drinking. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're down to our top six, and it's now time for our town speed limit. Producer, Joseph. Start the timer. Mm-hmm. And go. The queens are in the workroom, and Art Simone is a little bitter about Electra Shock's win. She may have been bitter, but 
that changed mighty fast when the longest line of the pit crew members entered the workroom, stuffed to the max. Speaking of stuffed, the queens had to guess which stuffed animal the pit crew had in their underwear. From flamingos, swans, sharks, oh my. (laughs) And oh my, (laughs) did Maxie Shield prove her knowledge of some dingoes because she won the mini challenge. Woohoo! And with great power comes great responsibility. The responsibility to choose which rugby player is assigned to each queen for the family resemblance challenge. Maxie's player uh, has a beard. Electra <laughs> Electra wants to one up her and mm. Art Simone is too busy working on her makeup to pay any attention to her teammate. Rue comes out on the main stage straight from a time machine. I mean she looks snatched. <laughs> yeah, she does. But apparently everyone but Kidamine didn't get the memo because this makeover challenge was anything but fierce. In the end, it was Scarlett Adams and Maxie Shield who had lip sync Better the Devil You Know by Kylie Minogue. Now we're sad that there won't be no more flopping tits because Maxie Shield had to sashay away and exit the competition. Mm-hmm. And that's your Down Under Speed Limit. That was real slow. <laughs> <laughs> so... What did you love about this episode, Latrice? Um, we had some butch queens in the house. Mm-hmm. I was all about these butch queens. They look great. Um, and you know, I love it when we get an inside, um, up close, in depth, personal moment with these rugby players because, um. They're in a gay league, but they're, they present as like, you wouldn't, they're not clockable. You know, they present as cis men, straight men that like just one of the jocks, one of the dudes, you know, and they have stories. They are, they're, yeah, they're, they're lovers. Two of them are lovers, right? Yes. I love, love that. Lovers. Um, yeah, it was really cool to see them kind of like, I guess like sports is very butch. Yeah. But I did I did like um one of the rugby players said, you know, that they they will get thrown around and get bu- busted up and then yeah. they also do rugby. Yeah. I'm like at a girl. I know, <laughs> I know what you like. Uh-huh. <laughs> But that's um, a lot of testosterone. I was just like, yeah. I know. And that's just and that's just Karen from finance. <laughs> <laughs> For real. No, I, uh, I thought it, I thought it was really cute to see. I I, lo- I love to see the makeover challenges because it's like you get a whole new uh bunch of energy in the workroom and it really does mix things up a lot for uh not only the queens but as the for the viewers as well because like right. we get to know these new characters we get to see people struggle from like nothing i was surprised that none of these rugby players had ever been in drag before i mean 
where, where, what would be the cause? Where would their audience be? I mean, <laughs> they, they're not, they're doing it for each other in the locker room. You never yes, know. Yes, in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, none of them said that they had done drag before, but a lot of them said they had worn heels. So it's a start. That's it's a, a start. start. And yes. you can tell the ones who have never worn heels, honey. That would weeble wobble. I was like, ooh, look a little Bambi. Well, you know, I th- I think that for a gay rugby team, um, you know how like you know when you see like the the m- montages in sports movies. Th- that's all I watch of sports is, is a sports movie. Um, uh-huh. Is like you know when they're like doing the like footwork where they're trying to go through those tires really quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a gay rugby team should probably try to practice being in heel being in heels because you got to be on your toes. You got to okay, find your balance. I see, I you know see what I mean? Where you're going with this? So yeah. I was, I was actually surprised that a lot of these guys were tipping over because I would, I would think that if you were a rugby player, you would be like quick on your feet. You'd be like a cat. You'd be able to like tippy, tippy toe and strut down a runway. Yeah. You know, with with a ball in your hand while muddy men are chasing after you. I, I don't know. They do it in flats and sneakers, okay. so uh-huh. <laughs> cleats, whatever those are. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they don't have no heel on. Mm-hmm. But I will say I was impressed with some of the the walks, honey. Some girls, some of them boys were very comfortable in the pla- in the boot, in the thigh mm-hmm. high boot. Mm-hmm. Baby, I was like, oh, you, you, you can walk, Miss mm-hmm. Honey. Who was it? Um, was it uh, Kidamine's? Uh, person jock who was just ready honey she was ready yes maybe she had put on a pair of pumps before uh uh, you think Mm -hmm, professional mm -hmm. professional so before we get into the jocks well i mean we've been talking about the jocks for a hot minute can we please (laughs) talk about that mini challenge what you're packing down under please (laughs) (laughs) because this is this is always like they were literally even like before they even walked in like the girls were even talking about how they needed some testosterone in the, up up in this room and yeah. this was the episode if you like sexy men's this is, this is, this is, episode five six is the one to watch because <laughs> we got all of the pit crew members walking in in a big sweaty greased up line with big bulges in their shorts mm. yeah Mm-mm. yeah yeah. Left your mind just run rapid with that for a minute. Yes. What kind of mm-hmm. animals would you? What kind of animals would you want to find in someone's uh, p- pants and shorts? Little uh, thongalongs, honey. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I hope not in real life. I don't want to find any animals or critters <laughs> down there. Uh, like a possum, like <laughs> like a possum, like runs out of someone's pants. What the fuck was that? Was that a fucking possum? Or a gerbil? Oh. Ger- gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> well, there better be uh, two gerbils, one for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay, let, let's just, if you were going to have an animal in your pants, what animal would you have in your shorts? Oh, my God. Yeah, come on. Oh, Latrice. God. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what chunky yet funky animal would be down, squirreling around down there? <laughs> I would put a bunny rabbit down there. Oh, yes. It's symbolic. Yes, thumper. Yeah, it, see, it likes, it likes to hop around. You know how bunnies it, do it. You know they love to reproduce a lot. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> or at least practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, mine would be like a panda bear. It would just like sit there doing nothing but eating bamboo all day. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's that. That's what I would want. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm changing Smun- mine to I'm changing mine to a sloth. A yeah. sloth, <laughs> just munching and crunching all all up in the pants all day. <laughs> so Maxi Shield wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She Which wins means- them. She has some responsibilities now. She gets now. to, yeah, she gets to choose the pairs and um, have that say. You know, which, you know, you could be shady or you could like actually, you know, just kind of try to see who would be best for who. And I think that's what, what, what she did. What do you think? Was she being shady I mean, or I, was she being best for who? I, I think she did the latter. I think she did but who was best for who. Um, and uh, including herself. I thought that her pairing was great. I thought, that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought she was being fair. She was being cool with it. No, there was no shade. Everybody seemed to be happy with their partners. Oh, uh, no. Maxi, come on. You could have given us a little bit of, like, drama. Drama? In this moment. Well. Please. <laughs> Please, Maxi. Could you have got, like, just the the biggest She's crunch- a nice gal. She is so sweet. She don't have an evil bone in her y- body. You think? Even when she gave that big, gray-bearded man to... Um, uh, Scarlet Adams? She don't think oh. she was being a little bit shady with that one? Well, maybe. But she figured no? if anybody could do it, Scarlet could. Okay. I, I bet you she thought that. Yeah. Or she was like, Scarlet has the biggest brick of a face here, so she could probably if she can contour her her chisel, uh, her cheekbones Damn. down, she probably Damn. can do it to this man. You said that. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so the queens are getting ready for the main stage. And what did you think about, like, art? Like, literally, she did... thing, I was so mad. Why? Because whatever her rationale is, that is not the reason why we're doing that moment. The moment is so we can get to see you and this rugby player share story, interact, get to know each other. We got to know nothing about her person. And that was mm. the that was the part that we got gypped on because of her strategic whatever she wanted to do. Oh, my queen is going to look fresh and whatever, whatever. That doesn't shit doesn't matter. We're looking for story and you didn't play the game. And so I felt cheated and I felt like that she cheated her rugby player out of the experience. Um nobody wants to sit there and watch you do your makeup, bitch. Like that's not what we're here for. Are you sure? Because I would love to sit down and watch Art Simone do her makeup. No, I've seen, I, I can go on fucking YouTube and do that. That is not what I'm here for, <laughs> bitch. No, no. We're here for television, and this is what you're here to do. And you know that. You know damn well that this okay. is a story. All right, but, like, even before Drag Race, I always remember, like, the drag queens, like, the, the mother drag queens always saying, like, oh, honey, no, no, no. You do your makeup first. And then you put your little drag daughters in drag after because you don't want to run out of time. Like, do you think that was like maybe your strategy? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Cause, like, it was. Because you, you know how they always do that. They're like, oh, it looks like you paid more attention to your your drag daughter more than yourself. Because that's always a thing that the judges will try to pull. Well, if you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? So the thing of it is, is still... Whatever her reasoning is, we didn't get any story. We didn't learn anything about her or her rugby player. 
True. But in her defense, everyone was like eyeballing Art Simone as she was like finishing up her makeup. And they were finishing up their drag daughter's makeup, but they were all like, ooh, Art Simone, aren't you ever going to do your drag daughter? But I was like, well, in all reality, like they were all like had one person without a face on and one person with the face on. So they were all in this at the same point in the they process. Were. They were, except that they were not going to go back and show just one segment of Art Simone and her person getting ready. We got jibbed. Uh, okay, so we got jibbed. It didn't make the edit, girl. It did not make yeah, the ma- edit. Maybe they both cried about their, you know... We will their, never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. All right. Well, maybe unlike the uh, the extended director's cut, maybe. <laughs> one day. One day. I'm just interested now. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's take a break, and then we will talk about... RuPaul's snatched as ever face and look on the runway. Okay, for sure. All right. We're back. RuPaul <laughs> comes down the runway in this like l- lamb leather jacket moment. Yeah. And her face is snatched. Bitch from the like for the gods. Like I don't even know. We're like, is this the new lighting, new filter? What's the who this? <laughs> she no. looks so good. Raven must have put the extra strong tape and pulled it extra well, I mean, high and extra she tall. Is- she snatched. Yeah, I, I'm noticing that her wig line is even going further back on her Correct. head. I feel like, like she is in a wind tunnel, bitch. Hello. I'm here for it, though. She looks so youthful and fresh. Bitch, you can't tell you can't tell me that woman's 60 years old, honey. Come on, RuPaul. She that is fabulous. She's beautiful. She's fabulous. All right. Yes. So okay. Fucking good. Let's get into these mm-hmm. looks. Okay, so like first up, ketamine. First off the gate, I was like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even need to see anybody else. This is the standard for me. Yep. Like, right away. Yep. Every simple, aspect. Yep. Simple. The, the hair, I love how, like, they had the Corolla hair, but one was, uh, one had, like, they were opposite. They were, like, right, right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, first of all, my thought was, where do you find a Corolla wig and another Corolla wig in the opposite sides? Like, that's, like, that was my first thought. Because, like, right. you know, I literally just did a Cruella look for Disney's, for the movie on, on uh, Disney+. Plus. And I looked in my drawer, and I had Cruella wigs. And some of them have it on one side, and some of it have it on the other side. But, oh. like, where do you find the two wigs that are, like, the same style? Custom. Custom. All right, kid, I mean. <laughs> she wasn't lo- playing. She was I not I love playing. the reveal. I love the, the makeup was so good. Painted. This is the best she's ever looked on the runway, by the way, too. Like, I have to say, like, that bitch was done, honey. Yeah. She looks done, so done, good. Done, 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 yeah. is doing it right. She is getting better every single time. Like, last yeah. week with the butterfly look, like, wow, she the was The momentum is so. real. Mm-hmm. 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 Glad she's on my team. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, up next, Electra Shock. I 
loved um, this. I love this too. I didn't, I, you know, we weren't there. We can't see what the judges are seeing as far as Michelle and the makeup is concerned. But I thought this was great. I love the concept. I love, I thought that they looked like freaking twins. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was a moment where I, I had a hard time distinguishing who, who was who. Who was who? Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because both of them had kind of crunchy makeup, but that was maybe, <laughs> it maybe worked. that's what, she, maybe that, it worked. It, it worked. worked. It, it worked. like, I'm not mad at it at either which way. But I'm also noticing that Electroshock's makeup skills have, even over these short few weeks, have been improving from they the have. first day she walked yeah, in. So for sure. For way sure. Way to go, Electroshock. That's how you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Karen from Finance. And what's her name? Debbie? Debbie from Reception. <laughs> um, I mean, they look like clones more than sisters. Uh, but Yeah. Uh it was it was like predictable. It was, it, yeah. It was predictable. I, I'm excited to see. I'm always ex- more excited when Karen from Fi- I know like she has this whole like corporate vibe that she always like kind of sticks to. But I, I like it when she goes out of that box. But for the makeover challenge, yes, if you want to do a family resemblance and she is Karen from finance, then it makes sense to have Debbie from reception. I just wish the looks were a little bit like I w- there wasn't there wasn't enough difference in the looks. Like I know right. the wigs were different. I know the the skirt was different, it, but, but it was just it's, it's like your animals to me. Like yeah, they can either one of them could piece that piece on that other outfit, and she could take this other piece, and yeah, and it's mm. all the same. But whatever, it's fun, it's campy, um, and safe. So. I mean, safe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of safe, uh, Miss Scarlett Adams, who was boasting about um, making and doing boning and making this corset, but she didn't put nobody in no path. Now, baby, I was like, you can't do that, honey. You just left her out there, not not cinched, no hips, no shape, just square biz. Yeah. I think what that does, does she wear hip pads? Maybe she doesn't either, though, because she cinches. She cinches so much that she literally creates the the hourglass shape just because she's able to to cinch her own body that way. But it doesn't work on her her rugby player. It did not. Um, And yeah, it actually did. Like, I know that she made the the corset in the workroom and she was boasting about that, but like that's not really it's not a it's not a design challenge. You don't have it's to not, sew it in the workroom. No. So I, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe she was just trying to like fluff fluff it up a little bit, like oh, and it looks like shit because I had to make this from scratch. Maybe that's why she was talking about it so mm, much. Well, Ultimately, well. it was like a, it was an okay look. It just it was you know okay. it was just basic, boring. Basic and boring and not well executed on her drag daughter. On her drag daughter, yeah. Art Simone, we got two episodes with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert references. Um, I'm living for this look. This is one of my favorite scenes from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, when they pull up off the bus in some ho-dunk town in the middle of Australia, and the girls are dressed to the (laughs) nines in flip-flop outfits. (laughs) And fucking plastic wigs. And this was lovely. I loved seeing this. Yeah, it looked great, but uh, I don't see no family resemblance. They look like friends. 
but not sisters or cousins even. Um, but, yeah, I guess you have to you have to know the movie reference in order for you to like kind of take these two looks and pair them together. Because in the right. movie, these are two of the most fantastic looks when she comes out in the flip flop dress, and the right. other and her other queen comes out and she's like, "What? I'm not gonna let you take all the." You know, like, take all the attention, attention so I'm going right. to get dressed up, too. Yeah. But, yeah, on the runway, yeah, they don't look like they are a matching pair, unless you are familiar with Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Correct. Which I'm assuming that most people that are watching the show would know, right? Yeah. So, success? Yeah. She also, she turned that little Asian boy out, honey. Bitch, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I want Art Simone to paint me. And yeah. I also want Art Simone to give me that flip-flop dress. Oh. Okay. Maxi Shield. Maxi Shield. Now, I thought that her uh, rugby player turned out beautiful. Looked gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and I see where they were going. I see where she was going with these dresses. Um, but, you know, it's It just, was missing something, right? Uh, yeah. No ooh-ah-ah, no nothing. It was... Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I would have said, like, if she just found two, like, bouffanty big pieces of hair and snatched them to those little turbans, I feel that like it been, would be so much better. better. Yeah. Because I feel like with this big balloon, this limp, deflated balloon dress that yeah. she put the both in, the 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 little tiny turban with the little fringy dangles wasn't wasn't. One enough. drama enough yeah right. yeah yeah so it just made their heads look like pea-sized that's it and and when you got that shape and you're that you know you're gonna need something to balance out those shoulders and the rest of the body so yeah that's unfortunate because i thought that she looked adorable she looked really cute um what was yeah. her name what was her name maxi shield and oh, silhouette silhouette yeah yeah Silhouette but how dare George. you? No, that's don't name your drag daughter silhouette when you coming out there in a, in a, a poncho. That part, and so mm. I'm like, I did, there is no silhouette. This is no the part. silhouette, none. That's the part. Yeah. So, oh well, too bad. So sad. Oh well. Well, mm, that's that's what, that's what we did. So the main <laughs> challenge winner um, is Kidamine. Like I had said, the bottom two is Maxi Shield and Scarlet Adams, and they lip sync to uh, "Better the Better the Devil You Know" um, by Kylie Minogue. I don't know that song. Oh, I'm a huge Kylie fan, so it's one of my favorite songs of hers. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, Maxi Shield was eliminated. Um, you know, I, I called it, like, before the lip sync had even started because I was like, so the bottom three were uh, Maxi Shields, uh, Scarlett Adams, and Electra Shock. And, you know, they've been kind of, like, hinting at some kind of rivalry between uh, Electra Shock and Scarlett Adams for a yeah. while. So I, yeah. when they didn't choose them to lip-sync against each other, I was like, no, they're saving this to, like, next week or right. the week after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah. And also, Maxi Shields, she's a great lip-synker, but Scarlett Adams has that the little dancing tricks. Yeah. That Rue goes up for. So yeah. 
So that's what happened. Yeah. I'm sorry to see Maxi Shield leave. I, I know love you are. her. Oh, yeah, because she's on my team. <laughs> well, that brings us to this. Latrice, it's time to see where we stand in our official The Chop Drag Race Fantasy League last queen standing. Now, Manila and I uh, each chose five queens at the start of this season, and whoever has the winning queen in their race draft um, will win the last queen standing. Now, if I win, Manila is going to pay for my uh, forehanded massage. Oh, it's forehanded now. Oh, well, I'm gonna have this to. I'm gonna have to look real. Higher. I'm gonna have to look real hard on masurfinder.com <laughs> to find a guy with four hands. But um, okay, well, if if I win, Latrice is going to pay for one of the pit crew to be flown from. To be to, to pay for all the entire line of pit crew to be flown in from New Zealand with their animal stuffed under underwear to come clean my house. Wow, that is it. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, yeah. Well, Manila, I have some bad news for you because since Don't Maxie Shield it. went home, Don't say it. Don't say it. No. <laughs> you now have only two queens left, putting no. me in the lead. Now with three, so um, your chances are really, but you only need one. Yeah, I, I only need one. You need I, one I, of the two. I have Karen from finance, and I have Scarlett Adams left. Oh, and no, you're you not have. Gonna win. You have Electroshock, Art Simone, and Kidamine. Ooh, girl. You're not going to win. I'm just telling you now. I can already see the handwriting on the wall. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So just get, start looking for my masseuses. Yeah, forehand. Seven-handed masseuse. Okay. You call them my masseuse? Masseuse? Masseuses? So get it ready. Okay, okay. Now, <laughs> each week, Latrice and I will stick our dainty little tiny uh, nail-lacquered hands into this big sexy <laughs> kangaroo pouch and pull out three pouch cards. Yeah, each card contains some of the most common things that happen on drag race. Things like wearing green on the runway or RuPaul saying, bring back my blah, 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 in a weird way. <laughs> now, on Tuesday, we chose our pouch cards. So Joseph, our producer, is going to now let us know how we did. All righty. Well, Latrice, you uh-huh. had the card of any reference to vaginas. And there I was think some there were some, re- yeah. You get a point. Yes, point. Hi. Did a queen do the splits? Yes, she did. Her name was oh. Scarlett Adams. You get a point. Okay. Right. All right. And did for it, some did reason, her, but, but the did world her vagina is... hit the floor? Did her vagina touch the floor? <laughs> if she had one. <laughs> um, Maxie unfortunately hit her breastplate this week. The one course, week the that one you needed week. it. Yeah. How dare she? And Muru was asking for it too. So yes. look at that. Well, you she know, got two points. Maybe um, she only had one pair of, of rubber tits. You know, those things cost 600 whole dollars. <laughs> she should have cut them in half and made uniboobs and then, you know, oh, put them in half. Okay. Yeah, actually, she could have. She could have. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Manila. Joseph, what did I get? Rue did, did say, oh, pit crew. So you got a point there. Yes. 
And what a, a queen did was. shade electroshocks when. Oh, uh, yeah, that happened. And Art Simone did stop Min Contour for that drama about not painting her daughter's face. So you Ooh. got another point. Oh, so okay. Manila, you're in the lead with nine. Latrice with eight. Oh, for real? Okay, well, then that's fine. But I still got a whole queen more than her, so it's all good. Okay, okay. so, like, okay, <laughs> Joseph, come back. Come back, Joseph. So... <laughs> if one of us wins, if we have the winning queen and last queen standing, but what about the pouch cards? Uh, what's who, What happens if uh, I win the pouch cards? Nothing. Nothing. Bragging <laughs> <laughs> rights for, for nothing. Okay, cute. All right. I just have all this kangaroo pouch lint in my That's fingernails. It. That's yeah. it. Okay. That's what you have to show for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you have lent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, let's take a break. We're back. Latrice yeah. Royale and I, and you are listening to The Chop, right here on the Mom Network. On the quiet storm. <laughs> so After now dark. it's time for our tops and our chops. Each week we highlight our top and our chop of Drag Race Down Under, our favorite and our least favorite moment of this episode, episode six of Drag Race Down Under, of Drag Race Down Under, here on the Mom Network. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it my turn to do the top to the chop? Yeah, yeah, why don't you start us off, Latrice? Do you have a favorite moment from the episode? I kind of do. My favorite moment was really um, connecting with these rugby players, in particular, these lovers, the, the, the two that were in a mm. relationship. Um, yeah, I found that very intriguing and to hear their backstories and how they navigate through um, life being gay, but in a sports-dominated yeah. world. So, um, yeah, very cool. Very cool. It's Yeah, it was really kind of interesting to watch uh, and to hear the story. I mean, like, especially on Drag Race, we're always... We're always like, you know, we're in into like the, oh, like, let's wear pretty wigs and pretty dresses. But like, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of gays out there that, you know, they don't they don't actually like get to explore this because they're at the, all. It's not even in their wheelhouse, their life, their nothing like on the way their radar, gaydar, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think that these uh, rugby players are going to now use all this episode as like a promotional tool <laughs> to get people to play on the Falcon rugby team? I mean <laughs> I mean Maybe they're, they're superstars now. Yeah they are. <laughs> they are. They are. Work. <laughs> I think that that would probably turn the party if they showed up in full Full geesh. Geesh, bitch. To the, the next game, honey. <laughs> Playing against some straight straight rugby players, and they're like come it. out there dressed up like ketamine and electroshock. <laughs> Scarlet Adams. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What's your top moment? 
Uh, of course, girl. Of course. My top moment is going to be when the pit crew came oh, out in dog. the line. I know. What's wrong with me? You're touched. I know. You need to be touched. I That's need to be touched. More often than not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that was fun because at first when they come out, you're like, "Ooh, look at them sexy bodies," and then you saw the profile of them, and you were like, "What the fuck is going on with their shorts? Like, what are they? What do they What's have there? down there? What's down there? They got little monsters." Yes, like one guy was like pulling his like shorts down, and it literally because like the stuffed animal was so big that it was like <laughs> literally just pulling his actual underwear down, and they had a kind of. Blur out Blur some around things. it, yeah. I saw but that. baby, let me tell you, my imagination is real good. I was filling yeah, in the is. gaps. I was we- filling in those gaps <laughs> with frog DNA to complete the sequence, honey. As I was gonna you get do. yes, I was gonna get the full Brontosaurus in my mind. <laughs> and a girl. Yes, honey. Um, I I loved it. And it was it was so nice to see all those men's being so so willing to share their little animals with the rest of the world. <laughs> so thank you, Pit Crew. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Um, but still, no shoes. No, sh- no no shoes for the Pit no, Crew. Sorry about no it. No shoes. No Mm-mm. shoes. They don't, go with the, <laughs> they, they don't go with the no pants. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's okay. better. It breaks okay. up the continuity. Yeah. They all uh, had their tetanus <laughs> shots. Because, they're yeah, they're good. All right. What about, what about your chop? I'm chopping art. I'm chopping that. That moment pissed me off. I felt so gypped and cheated. So um, that I just wanted to get to know um, her rugby player. I wanted her to mm. interact more. I wanted her to be less self-indulgent and more about what the challenge is really about. And that's about connecting with these rugby players, not really about your face. So that's that. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. We we really did kind of miss out on that because, like, this was your cha- this was your chance to, you know, be the drag mother to you know share yeah, your knowledge. I, wanted to, with... I wanted to see that, and there was not a nurturing bone in her body. She was, <laughs> her kid would be just left to fend for themselves, honey. So we know that she don't got no kids. <laughs> you don't, do you have any drag daughters? You got I lots have, of drag daughters. No, I have one drag daughter. I have nieces. I have lots oh, of nieces. Oh, nieces. I got yeah. I've got drag nieces. I have some leftover from my previous marriage. Step, right. step that's, drag daughters. Be, that's what be happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you be inheriting I'm, them. I'm currently trying to work on a drag family right now, Latrice. The House of Mulan. I mean Mulan. House of Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm trying um, to. We're seeing how that's going to work. Maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can have people sit and watch me as I paint my face in complete on, silence, and then be like, can, "Okay, your turn now, girl." And they can go on legendary. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I would lose because uh, I can't. None of, y'all can, none of y'all can dance. Yeah, that's, that's okay actually, because the mother doesn't have to do all that. You know. 
Okay. And clearly, you won't. You know, you could be pretty and just do like, your yeah, thing. like have have <laughs> the vogers come out in the beginning yeah, of legendary, the and looks. then like then like all of a sudden, very 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 last thirty seconds of the dance, like they bring out the mom, <laughs> takes me another fifteen seconds to walk from the back of the stage to the center of the stage, exactly. hit a couple poses, and then and, it's done. Uh, yeah. Megan the stallion, how did I do? Where are my ten? <laughs> 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 okay okay yeah. wait, what's my chop my chop my chop my chop mm, i i have to say my chop is maxi shields in this particular episode she was fantastic in picking out the pit crew's animals however she i, I feel like she could have stacked the cards a little bit in her favor like she could have picked the guy with the beard. Like I knew she was like, I'm gonna pick the guy that looks like me. Similar to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like she she could have. I I know she's a very sweet queen, and that's why I love her. But I would have loved to see my sweet king kind of like, you know, play the game a little bit more a and little just bit be more. like, mm-hmm. yes, be like, hey, queen, here you are the biggest manliest queen here. So you get the tiny little Asian twink, and you are like the skinny. Uh, so yeah. I don't know because in the end. In the end, like her look wasn't strong enough to like really, to really like benefit her, yeah. You know, yeah, and then I'm well. also gonna chop chop the 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 outfit. Oh well, that's a double chop. Double yeah. chop, Maxi Shield. Sorry, girl. I, I wish you would. Chop, girl, oh. you're you're making me lose my last queen standing here with Latrice, girl. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, All right. Well, that's our that's it, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday, and this coming Tuesday, you don't want to miss it because we have a very very special interviews with, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and Maxi Shield, so you don't want to miss that. Oh yes, double feature, honey. Yes, double baby. feature. So we we're gonna talk. have et cetera, et cetera, Maxi Shield. Here on next Tuesday, and we are gonna. I, I'm gonna tell Maxi Shield to her face that she was my chop. How dare she? <laughs> to her face on Skype. To uh, her face on Skype. <laughs> on Zoom. On Zoom. On Zoom. <laughs> but yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, um, make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Yep, and you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. Email us at latricemanila at gmail.com. And please follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. Woo, and we'll see you next week to find out. Who gets the chop? Hopefully it's not one of my girls because, okay, girl, I'm because like, they're dropping I, like flies, girl. girl. Like they're dropping like every flies. Week. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.